Again, warm welcome to everybody, especially everybody on Easter Sunday, and uh, happy Easter. So glad you're here. There's a story of a minister in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, who climbed into his pulpit on Easter morning to preach a sermon to a packed and overflowing church. And he began, of course, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then he leaned into the microphone and simply said, it's all true. <laughs> Amen. And then he sat down. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> it's going to be a short sermon, don't worry, uh, but not that short. So uh, it is all true, though. That's why we're here. We're not here to reflect on the return of the daffodils outside, uh, as beautiful as they are, or these incredible flowers that our flower guild have done. But we're here to bear witness to the resurrection of a man who was killed and then sealed in a tomb. And then on the first day of the week, rose from the dead bodily and greeted Mary and the other Mary uh, on Easter morning. That's why we're here. The Lord is risen indeed. So the the, the Easter sermon will be short, again, not that short, but so, the, so your Bloody Marys and egg hunts will wait just a little longer. But the story of Christ's death and resurrection has power in itself. What do we just read? Uh, on, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Now, that is the beginning of the story of the resurrection. It begins on the Sabbath. The Sabbath is the first day of the week, and it's just as day is dawning, so it's the first moments of the first day of the week. And those details are there in the story for a reason. We're meant to see that, that the story begins when everything is new. So what has happened already is in the past. Jesus' betrayal of Ju uh, Judas's betrayal of Jesus at the Last Supper in the past. Peter's third denial by the fire as the cock crowed in the past. The desertion of the disciples down to every last man in the past. The mock trial, the kangaroo court in the past. The flogging, the taunting, the crown of thorns, the spikes driven through wrist and foot in the past. Jesus' anguish and dereliction and final gasp all is in the past because right now, right now, on Easter morning, Everything is new. There's a line in Shakespeare's The Tempest, which I believe fits the Easter morning moment. And that line is this, what's past is prologue. What's past is prologue. That means that everything that has happened, everything that has happened to you, everything that you have happened to other people, all of that it's just the very beginning of the story, as long as it may seem. It's just the very beginning. In fact, it's not even the real story. It's an introduction. It's just the prologue. What does that mean for you? It means this, that your life, like mine, it's an unfinished story. Sometimes that can be so frustrating and defeating because you long for the fractured pieces of the puzzle to finally come together. There are things that you have done or have things that have been done to you which you wish could be undone. There are things that you have not done 
that you wish you could rewind your life and go back and do. There are run-on sentences, there are dangling participles, there are convoluted plot lines. Worst of all, there are chapters that you never want anybody ever to see or read or hear sealed shut. Well, guess what, friends, this Easter morning? You have now, in your life, arrived at the first day of the week. Here you are, at least metaphorically, just as the day is dawning. As Gandalf said, as he rode his white stallion across the hills to his embattled and beleaguered and besieged friends as the sun rose gleaming behind his back, we meet again at the turn of the tide. That's what Jesus, newly risen from the grave, could have said to the two Marys instead, standing outside his empty tomb, he says to them, greetings, say hello to the beginning of your real story. For when you see the unfinished story of your life in the light of the dawning light, the rising sun of Easter morning, everything changes right now. In the refracted light of the Easter dawn, you will see that God has made and will make and always will make a way for you. And you realize that laboring over your own story, feverish attempts to make the plot work, the characters align, that's all just needless toil. What's past, after all, it's just prologue. So you can just... Go ahead and stop trying to write your own story. Close your computer. Your old school, put down your pen. You're just free to live your life. I mean, go find some Easter eggs or not. Go drink some Bloody Marys or not. You're free to go. Don't worry. In time, your past will finally make sense. And right now, on this first day of the week, your future is better than you can possibly imagine. Oh, and those secret and shameful chapters, well, you know what? They don't mean a thing. They don't even show up as a blip on the radar screen. As the great bluesman B.B. King sings, putting his story next to the story of Jesus Christ, the finished story of the cross. I was there when they crucified my Lord. I held the scabbard when the soldier drew the sword. I rolled the dice when they pierced his side. But I've seen love conquer the great divide. Love has conquered the great divide. For Christ is risen from the dead. The best part? It's all true. Amen.